In early January 2015, Jordan, a cartoonist and soon-to-be father, had a restless night. He stayed up late, streaming anime on his computer until he could sleep. Stress, worry, and the anxiety of fatherhood wore on him. He heard a buzzing sound behind him, the kind you hear near power lines. The lights dimmed. He thought, maybe it's a brownout. That happens here in Southern California. And his computer stopped streaming. Static overtook the screen, and then it went black. The shadow of a man appeared behind him, reflected in the now dark monitor. It was tall, standing nearly seven feet, with twig-like arms that hung lower than its knees. Its fingers flicked like a spider rolling a fly in its web. The charcoal gray figure wore what looked like a top hat. It manifested for a few seconds and vanished. That was enough to jolt Jordan awake and he checked his house for intruders. He found nothing in or around the house. All the doors and windows were locked. At 3 a.m., Jordan went to bed and slid under the covers next to his wife, Jasmine. He tossed and turned for what seemed like an hour. Finally, Jasmine told him to settle down or take a sleeping pill. Jordan took the pill, and that may have been a mistake. He met the entity again in his dreams. Jordan said, When I take a sleeping pill, I don't always remember my dreams, but tonight I remembered every detail. This thing waited for me. Darkness surrounded me and the air smelled like fresh dirt. I was in a pit of some kind and I could look up and see a clear night sky. And then I went numb from the cold. The ghost or spirit appeared next to me and it swung its gangly fingers at me, but I turned and it slashed my back, knocked me down. It jumped on top of me and raised its knobby crooked index finger. I woke up right as it stabbed me in the chest. Jasmine saw Jordan struggle in his sleep. She said, he had to be fighting something. It had to be a nightmare. He was swinging at something and nearly fell out of bed when he lurched. It's like he tried to avoid getting hit by a baseball or something. And at the worst part of his nightmare, it sounded like he couldn't breathe. I was about to call 911 when he woke up. Jordan didn't know what to say. He told Jasmine it was just a night terror and he had them as a kid. He said, it's gotta be the stress and anxiety triggering them. After all, we're going to have a baby in a month and our lives will change. The couple jokingly called the Spectre Man, Mr. Scary. Over the next month, Jordan had many dream fights with Mr. Scary. The entity became more defined with each attack and each attack caused more physical harm. Jordan said, after the third attack in three weeks, I started to get scratches and bruises on my arms, back, and chest. I stopped sleeping. I think I functioned like a zombie right up to my son's birth, just going through the motions each day. Two days before his son's birth, Mr. Scary attacked Jordan and left three deep scratches down his back, from his left shoulder blade to his waist. And on his chest, it looked like he got beamed by a baseball over his heart. 
It hurt so bad, Jordan thought he had a heart attack. And then Mr. Scary stopped. Jordan said it was about three weeks after he brought Drew home that Mr. Scary came back, and he came back with a vengeance. Jordan and his son both liked to stay up late and sleep all day. It was well after midnight when Mr. Scary manifested. It happened just like its first appearance, he said. The lights flickered, my computer froze, and the monitor went black. Jordan turned around with his son in his arms to see Mr. Scary in its fully manifested form. It looked like an old white man in a black undertaker suit with facial skin pulled so tight you could see its cheekbones jut out. Its body was wasted, its suit draped across its bony body. Mr. Scary reached toward Jordan and Drew, exposing a hand covered in liver-colored age spots. Skin so thin you could see the tendons twisting as it flicked its index finger at the baby. Its fingernails were urine yellow with graveyard dirt caked in its cuticles. Jordan ran to the baby's room and slammed the door shut. Mr. Scary's shadow stretched under the door's frame and across the room. Jordan locked the door as the handle began to jiggle. Scary wanted in, and it wanted both of them. It banged against the door, trying to enter, but it couldn't break through. There was some kind of protective barrier around the room. Then, the spirit howled like a kicked dog. Jasmine was awake, and she attacked Scary. She said, I had a burning sage and as a fetida stick, and I threw oil of abramelin at it. To her, Mr. Scary appeared as a smoke-like shadow moving across the baby's door. She could see the door shake and heard faint screams coming from it. Scary would swing a smoky fist at her, but Jasmine would put up her forearm as a shield, protected by a mystical bracelet. It deflected the attack back on Scary and hurt it more. Inside the room, Jordan heard what sounded like death cries from a banshee. The battle lasted less than five minutes, according to Jasmine. Scary dissipated with little more than a whimper. Jordan had researched demons, shadow people, and specters between the third attack and Drew's birth. He discovered Ghostly Activities posts about herbs that protect against evil spirits, paranormal protection with iron and silver, and how to protect yourself against energy draining. He made notes about those techniques, and Jasmine spoke to a friend who studied the supernatural. That friend, Cassie, gave the couple instructions to protect their home and baby. Drew's room was protected with cumin and salt under the door frame and on his windowsill. The couple also placed a boxwood and blackberry wreath on his door. Scary wouldn't be able to enter his room with these protective tactics. Cassie also created a protective bracelet for Jasmine. It had three stones, obsidian, tiger's eye, and hematite, all known to deflect ghostly and psychic attacks. The sage and azafetida stick combined two powerful herbs that can drive away evil spirits. That, with the oil of abremelin, weakened Scary so much it had to leave this plane of existence. 
The family continues to use paranormal protection tactics to keep their home safe. Mr. Scary has not returned. Thank you for listening to Ghostly Activities. I'm your guide, Jacob Rice, and this has been Pasadena Ghost Story. <laughs>